Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are The Batman. My name is Mike. And this is Matthew. And we are here with another comic review, another one that, that Matt sent to me and, and had me check out. Uh, and um, considering what happened with our last comic review, <laughs> uh, which was about the uh, Arkham Asylum uh, story arc, which I hated, uh, this is another dive back into Arkham Asylum with Batman. Um, but the question remains, like, did I actually like this one or not? And uh, Matt, why don't you tell uh, the people at home a little bit about what it is we're, we're talking about today? This is the first story arc from the, at the time, brand new series, Shadow of the Bat. It's issues one, two, three, and four, titled The Last Arkham. And the storyline opens up with you kind of seeing what Arkham Asylum is now, because uh, in real life, this storyline comes out, I think, about two years after Arkham Asylum. And they've kind of renovated Arkham and you find out, you know, they show you who all is there, what's going on. And the last page or so, they reveal that Batman is their biggest insane insanity case that they have to fix. Mm. And it's about Batman. You find out eventually that he has, you know, him and Gordon kind of said, hey, let's do this. So you have to go into Arkham and you can do an investigation because somebody keeps escaping from Arkham and they can't figure it out. So Batman goes undercover and gets, um, not what is it called? Basically brought in as a patient of Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And the new guy who's running Arkham Asylum completely and totally basically buys into like, yeah, we have to have Arkham Asylum because of all the crap you've done to people. So he is ready to go after Batman. And it's just this storyline of how he tries to, you know, wane in his own insanity or if he's insane or not, and then just, you know, come out on top because he's Batman, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, and if it sounds a little bit familiar to you, this was uh, the inspiration for an episode of Batman, the animated series, Dreams in Darkness. Um, yes. Where Batman's being held in, in Arkham Asylum. A lot of great Easter eggs in that episode. Definitely go check that one out. Um, so, Matt, do you think I like this one or hated this one? I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of have insider information, but why don't you say whether you liked it or hated it? <laughs> I really like it. No, I, I really like this one a lot. This, um, this was, this was a, a lot more fun, a lot more enjoyable, um, a, a lot less pretentious and, um, just, just a more, this was a more interesting story. This is kind of the kind of thing I kind of was hoping I was going to get with Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, so I would, and I'm actually gl glad I read Arkham Asylum first because um, there are things in the last Arkham that do harken back to Arkham Asylum just enough to keep it interesting, but in a much more interesting way, I think. Yeah, I, th I think the joke I said on the phone with you was your favorite panel from this comic is when uh, the current Arkham throws Amadeus Arkham's journal into the fire. <laughs> loved it which loved you it. would love to do with the i Arkham loved it that was like graphic. that was like porn for me it was amazing <laughs> it was fantastic watching him say no screw you and throwing that book in the fire was was poetic justice at its finest um yeah watching jeremiah arkham basically say like dude screw my uncle like he was i'm gonna do it better and i was like well anything can be better than the last one um but no it was a great incorporate i mean there's a lot of great characters in this one we have victor zaz in this one 
Joker makes an appearance. Matt Hatter makes an appearance. Egghead, Amygdala all make appearances. Um, and we also get the appearance of Nightwing. Yes. In this which, one. Which I think I told you at the time was not a regular thing. No, there there was some definite significance to this. Uh, and, and you're you're as as kind of the the resident Nightwing expert here, why don't you tell us a little bit about why Nightwing showing up in this was so significant? See, it, this is people don't realize is that nowadays Nightwing is part of the Bat family. There is a Bat family, but back then there I I want to say this is around the time Tim Drake becomes Robin. So, but Jason Todd is, is gone. There are no other sidekicks. Batgirl is crippled. So it's Batman and it's Tim Drake Robin and Nightwing is nowhere to be found. He is not there because Nightwing slash Dick Grayson and Batman slash Bruce Wayne have a huge falling out. It's kind of been retconned and done away with, but essentially Batman just tells, you know, Dick Grayson, like you can't be Robin unless you're in Gotham with me. And Robin says, fine, I'm not going to be Robin anymore. And they don't talk. They don't hang out. They are certainly very, very estranged. So when he does show up in these comics, it's been years since he's been in a comic book. You know, the last time he was in the Batman series was in Batman year three, which takes place, which came out in 88. This is like early nineties. So it was definitely cool to see him there, especially because, you know, he's sporting the mullet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, Nightwing's always the best when he's got a mullet. I mean, it just something about it just cracks me up, but he also has that weird nineties. He's gotten rid of the seventies collar. He's got the nineties crazy yellow stripe. The, I, I kind of still like all of his costumes, even though this is pre his black and blue ninja look. But just having him there and seeing just his detective skills that you get into. Yeah, he's this great fighter. Yeah, he's this amazing acrobat. But he is Batman's protege. Mm-hmm. He is nearly as smart as Batman. He doesn't he's not insane with his crazy machinations like you would never get Nightwing doing the Tower of Babel storyline where he's planned how to take out the Justice League but he can do everything Batman can do and I really like that they display that here yeah you see you see the de- the, the detective skills that he picked up from training with Batman for all those years evident as he goes and searches for him and tries to rescue him um, there is you know surprise when he shows everyone's like what what are you doing here and he's like I heard about what happened I came to help out because um, because Robin takes a back seat in this Robin's in like like two panels yeah he takes a hard back seat in this story um, so it, it is and even when he shows up to rescue and Batman's like what the hell are you doing here and yeah. I was just like Cool. Yeah, this I can tell this was a great idea. I can tell I'm, I'm so glad I did this. This is this is yeah, it's it's but it's just it's the it's a great story. There is again, it, it gets into the psychological stuff like I was hoping Arkham Asylum would do. Um, you know, it there's inspiration about things from P, from BF Skinner in this. Um, there's uh, stuff that relates back to like Hannibal Lecter in this there's it's just it's a great this this is the kind of stuff that is is what makes batman detective stories so interesting well and it's also like this is the introduction of mr mr zaz he yes this is his first appearance which is cool because he's he's kind of touch and go in a lot of the stuff he's just this one of these weird you know one of the i don't say the only but one of those weird villains for batman where he's like 
yeah, I'm not really against you. I'm just a serial killer, <laughs> and I just want to kill everybody. Yeah, and I'm you just keep nuts. stopping me. <laughs> I just, I just, it's, 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 it's a crumbobulous Michael from Rick and Morty. Like, I just, you know, I like killing men. I like killing women, adults, children. I just, I just love killing again. Oh boy, here I go killing again. Yeah. Like that's that's who that is. But but I think the one thing for this book that kind of holds, besides the Nightwing stuff, is what. I like is this is that time where you see Batman working with the cops, that late eighties, early nineties Batman story where he's walking among the cops. He's there working with them, talking to them. Some of them don't like him. Some of them do Gordon's there. So when I saw that first trailer for the Batman, this is what I thought of mm-hmm. is that you, you know, cause not since like the mid nineties, have you really seen Batman doing that? Batman's always in the cave. He's working with Alfred or one of the Robins. He's not barely ever interacting with the cops in any way, shape or form. He talks to Gordon every so often, but he's not foots on the, you know, feet on the ground with those guys. And that's what I liked about the storyline. I liked that version of Batman. And so I was very excited to see that in the movie. Yeah, it, and I think that that's the version of Batman we're building towards with these with this new Matt Reeves Batman that we're that we're having. I think that Shadow of the Bat, the last Arkham, is absolutely something within the realm of possibility for a future Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson Batman movie because it is that relationship with the police that. Yeah, that other, aside from just talking to Commissioner Gordon, we haven't really seen in and because there's a because you got to do it a certain way for it to make sense. And I think that for the first time, it's it's a real possibility. Yeah. And I have to say, Norm Brayfogle's version of Batman, the artist on this book, is probably like my second favorite version of Batman. The mm-hmm. lean, muscular, kind of, you know, tall ears, sleek look, the, the cape just crazy flowing, defying physics. And the way that man does action, like mm-hmm. the, the one that always sticks out in my mind is Batman is chained to the wall and these two orderlies come at him with batons to attack him. And you get this full page widescreen panel, um, you know, beat for beat look as Batman takes these two guys out, even though he's still chained to the wall. And that I just think is amazing. Just the way he's able to do the art, the way he makes him look, the way he moves. Uh, I can't talk. I can't say enough about how much I miss this version of Batman. Yeah. And, and you can, I'm really hoping since this is kind of the, you know, the era of Batman that has inspired a lot of the animated stuff. And while this isn't what we saw pulled from in the Batman, you know, that was year one and long Halloween and uh, Batman ego. Um, it's just, it, there's so many seeds planted with, with what they've done. And with this story in particular, the, the relationship with Nightwing, the relationship with the police, um, the attitude towards the people at Arkham, the introduction to Victor Zaz, who is a really he's he's uh, he's not been around as long as some of the other villains, but he is one that in the last 10 years has really started to grow in terms of popularity. Um, you know, he's 
kind of sorta in Batman Begins. He's fairly prominent in the Arkham video games. We see him in Gotham. I, I really do feel like that Zaz is a character we might actually see get a full full blown uh cinematic representation sooner rather than later. And and part of what makes Zaz such an interesting character is represented in this in this story in the last Arkham because of just how haunting and creepy and maniacal he is. Yes. Again, that whole like Joker has an agenda and most of the time it's just a mess with Batman. This dude doesn't give a crap about that at all. Like he's so just he's, about he's not in this people's for lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's not in this for Batman. He's in this for his own sick gains. And that's kind of what makes him so terrifying is because yeah, he's not in this to stick it to anybody. He is in this because he's sick and there is one thing he wants and that is to cause death. Yeah. So and the problem is you can't, you can't reason with somebody like that. You can't do anything with somebody like that. Like there's no like, Oh, I'll talk him out of this. I'll do this. No, you just have to literally stop that person. And oh, hopefully, yeah, yeah. you know, stopping it, them doesn't mean you have to kill him because Batman won't do that. This is no, this is no two face or Mr. Free situation where it's like, Oh, you know, uh, there's, there's good, good in them, or I need to find a way to reach their human side. No, Victor Zaz is a monster that needs to be stopped at all costs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, people will die. That is his, that is his only goal in life is to kill as many people as possible. Um, which is terrifying, but it makes for compelling reading just like, uh, the last Arkham. So, uh, if you can get it, if you can pick this one up, highly recommend it. It's, it's a, it's a fantastic psychological story. It's a great mystery. It's a great detective story. It's it's an introduction of a really compelling character in Victor's Zaz. So definitely check out Batman The Last Arkham, which was part of the Batman Shadow of the Bat series. Um, written uh, uh, by Alan Grant and uh, art by Norm uh, Brayfogle. Um, it's a fantastic story, so please check it out. Yes, and especially, like we've mentioned, if you like the current Batman movie, this is that movie in comic book form as far as yeah. the feel and the tone and the detective and all that kind of stuff. So definitely check it out. Um, it's why I sent it to, to uh, big Mike here. I was like, Hey man, check this out, dude. I love this series. And I just don't understand why uh, people don't talk about it. Well, you know, as with uh, the long Halloween and year one and ego got a big boost in sales as with any of these comics do, they get a big boost in sales after the fact when a new Batman movie comes out, maybe maybe they'll find a way to adapt this one and more people will go read it as well. Or maybe they'll listen to our show and go yes. read it as well, which we highly recommend. And uh, if you have read it, we want to hear what you guys think. So you can let us know on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea. Find me at Mr. J Ninja. And until next time, we'll catch you guys here with another episode of We Are the Batman. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Until next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.